3: Uh, my favorite—it's Judd's hockey show. Yeah, it is Judd's hockey show. Um, it's your hockey show tonight as well. It's Judd and Declan. If you watched the Wild just get basically taken apart by the Dallas Stars in a crucial Game Five, you know why I uh, sound absolutely disgusted. I will keep my comments brief because I—we certainly want to hear what you have to say about this performance. But, um, yeah, that's a good idea, Dex. You know what? I got mine, too. Got I right got there? mine. Yep, yep. Pop it, that. Yeah. Pop that, baby. Um, so, he, my takeaway was this. When you have a Game 5 of the playoffs like that, and you show up as uninspired as the Wild did for a second game in this playoff series uh, after having a 2-1 to series lead and losing a tough game, and you take a dumb penalty, the Fleno. Penalty was not a major in my opinion But you know it was a penalty And you just allow You just come undone after that That's it I don't know how this series is going to end up I have a feeling it's going to end up with a Dallas win Might be in 7 I don't know Pete DeBoer beat uh, Dean Everson in 7 Back when Pete DeBoer was in Vegas a couple years ago But this is what I know I'm looking at several places To place my ire tonight But I'm looking at one place in particular, and that's behind the bench. As someone texted me or tweeted me so correctly, how do you change the makeup of your team as much as Bill Guerin did? And right now, you are having the exact same result as last year. The exact same result. Um, In fact, it's worse. Eight playoff goals for St. Louis in six games last year. Dallas is now at nine playoff goals, two tonight. In five games. How are these mistakes being repeated? You have the same problem with. a Boldy is turned into Fiala. With a no show. You're making no adjustments. You made line adjustments. Only because uh, Felino got thrown out. This was an absolutely. Um, I think. This causes a very likely. Come to Jesus with Dean man. I don't see how you can look past this now. This is inexcusable. It was awful. He didn't make, he put steel back in when we told him, man, why, why don't you play Sunquist? You got him because he's played in the playoffs and won a cup. Everything that Dean has done screams of the story that I wrote for Minnesota hockey when this playoff series started, which is when it comes to playoffs, he folds. He doesn't know what to do. And even Keith Jones and check, rightfully got on him in the third period for bitching at refs continually. Like, that's your default position. As they both said, and they're right, you can't control that. So you can't control what the officials do, but that's your main. Like, your team just no-showed a game, and your main ire is is saved for the officials, and you're constantly shaking your head. You're amazed. You know, Pete DeBoer, Dean, is kicking your ass all over the place. He's doing it again. Craig Barubi did it last year. And you're mad at the officiating? And your players are doing stupid things. You know, Zuccarello's running around like a chicken with his head cut off, slashing guys, as is Hartman. Um, there were two things in the third period I saw that, my God, I just make me want to puke. The first one was four on four, Boldy has the puck. Comes in, four on four. You're down by three at the time. It Comes into the Dallas zone and then decides to just turn back and go for a skate. And eventually throws the puck away. The other one was, the Wild pulls their goaltender, and Zuccarello decides to make this hero stretch pass, which is icing, with the goaltender out, where you've got to, like, have some cohesiveness how you get up the ice. My God, what a stupid, pathetic performance tonight. Um, it was the same as Game 5 and Game 6 last year. I mean, we'll see what happens on Friday, but... The fact that this team is just basically – how can I put this nicely as possible? Easy. Um, Yeah. The fact that this team in two games in Dallas has basically peed down its own leg and doesn't even look like they care just absolutely disgusts me, and I am looking behind the bench long and hard because if this is what you're going to have come playoff time, I'll take a hard pass here and move on.
4: Well, we – we said going into this worst-case scenario going into the playoff series against Dallas um, that we're going to figure out a lot about the current players in the wild, whether the adjustments that are made are proper, and most importantly, we're going to see if the adjustments behind the scenes on the bench are the right ones that have been made so far. And so far, Dean Evanson looks looks lost again. Yep. Second straight series, they've been up 2-1. Yep. to one. Um, You know, Pete DeBoer, okay, playoff vet. He's won he's actually won more playoff games and he's lost like mm-hmm. he's been there he's done that Craig Berube. um <laughs> well he won a cup he won a cup too but,
3: but Dean look but you said it perfectly he looks lost he, he doesn't know what to do. He looks just like I'm telling you I keep going back to this that far away look is the look Tony Granado had in 003 against Jacques like yeah. it's it's literally like you've put the playoffs come. And Dino gets put in the advanced math class. And Dean's, the look on Dean's face is how I would have looked in calculus. Yep. Like, get me out of here. I look in regular math. Uh, Yeah, yeah. well, me too. I'm I'm just saying, like, it looks like he goes from, oh, yeah, it's coaching to, oh, my God, this is really high-level coaching. And at some point in time, Dex, you know, I know it starts in juniors, goes to his time with Milwaukee in the American Hockey League, and then here. But at some point in time, I think, you know, you can't look past the fact, I think he's won one playoff series or two, two in his entire life. And both those were in juniors.
4: Right. Yeah, no, it was frustrating. I didn't love the first few minutes of that sequence. I didn't love that Felino gets a five. I I, I mean, just, I, I think that's atrocious officiating regardless. Um, yeah, I agree with that. It wasn't a five. Uh, regardless, you still have a chance to figure this out. You know, I know they let the power play go on and, and we can talk special teams up and down um till our hair turns blue but actually the wild survived that they allow the goal five eight seconds in it could have been two or three to nothing really quickly in that five minute major they actually kind of weathered the storm and and kudos to them but
3: but then just kill a a penalty just still
4: you couldn't you couldn't figure out a way to do it and 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 before before you continue which i know you have a lot to say and right no i just
3: got a question for you
4: um this is wild vent line so hit the hit, hit the subscribe button for daily Minnesota sports entertainment, but also shoot me an email. It's Vikingsventline at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from as many of you as possible. Um, this is your show. We've been doing this all season. We don't take any breaks. We don't wait till a certain situation to not go on and do this. This has been here for you all throughout the playoff series. It'll be for you uh, tonight. It'll be through you on game six. It's wild vent line. This is Minnesota wild fan show. So if you want to come in on with us, shoot me an email. It's Vikingsventline at gmail.com. My only request is, is to keep the calls clean so Jed and I can continue to be doing this show. Uh That's my only small little request, but hit me up. It's Line at gmail.com. All right, Joe, what do you got for me?
3: So my question is is this, and I believe I saw, I didn't. I stopped tracking it after three, but if I'm not mistaken, on the first, second, and third Dallas Power Plays, mm-hmm. Johansson and Goudreau started. Well, they gave up goals on the first two. And Johansson's not
4: the Why? guy to have out there. No, on,
3: that's what. Yeah. Right answer me that like you got duham you've got doer you know i mean they're better right Mm -hmm. what are they why 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 johansson you're exactly right great pickup dean is so stubborn
4: yeah it's not good yeah i I would not have had a guy who can't really um stop shots suppressing at five on five is not the best guy to have out there on a penalty kill by any means um We'll kick this off here, but let's get Wild Vent Line going again. If you want to hit me up, it's vikingsventline at gmail.com. Uh, shoot me an email. We'd love to hear from you as Wild fans possible, even Stars fans. I know some Wild fans probably don't want to hear from them, but we're, we're an inclusive show. So whether you're a Stars fan, whether you're a Wild fan, you're an NHL playoff fan, the show is for you. Hit me up, vikingsventline at gmail.com if you want to, you want to come on. Uh, we're going to start things off with Scott. Hi, Scott. Hey, guys.
5: Leadoff, man. Hey, Scott. Um, so – I'm a pessimist, um, it's been ground into maybe being a Minnesota sports fan. Uh, if we do not win
3: on Friday night, is Dino gone next year? You know, I, I can't answer that because they like him a lot. I think that there is reason, though, for a change. I'm afraid what they might do is just change out some assistants and blame, you know, the the PK, which, by the way, do you guys recall the PK was not a focus in training camp? (laughs) It was much improved. It was more aggressive. How much standing around can you take in the playoffs? Like, what the hell are you doing? Um, I think Dean's job should be, just to be very clear, my perspective is this. I think Dean's job, if they lose on Friday, should be on the line, because he's been given two very different personality-driven teams in some ways, and it's the same result, and I'm sorry, but if I have a coach whose team is not structured well, he can't make adjustments, and you have two no-shows in a playoff series, what more do you need? So do I think Craig Leopold and Bill Guerin will fire Dean? Probably not. Do I think there's a case to be made that they should? Absolutely. And Billy can be a wild card. I'll give him that one. Bill Guerin can be a wild card. Uh, But I guess I'd be a little bit surprised. But I think it needs to happen. Something needs to change here.
5: After Garen got the job, wasn't there talk? I can't remember. It was one of his uh, good buddies. There was talk of him bringing in his good buddy to be the coach instead of keeping Dean on. I can't remember who it was.
3: Oh, uh, Dougie Waite. Yeah. Dougie Waite. So I don't know. No, I know. Thanks, Scott. Uh, Appreciate you coming on, man. To go to to this comment from Anthony, I did see that comment and I agree. So, Anthony, the Surly is in. The mail is that? Uh that's probably not. Uh, I probably can't. The surveys in, in hand. This, yeah, the the, the surroundings in hand. How about yeah, the in one? In fact, look at this, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh little PD.
4: a Little purple daily hey, mug. Maybe show up at the uh, Park Tavern uh draft party if you want oh. one of those mugs. Uh, maybe a little 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 uh Thursday night. surprise for you. So uh, Thursday night. This? We'll see you there. Um this is Wild Bent line I would say Judd to answer Scott's question. I think Dean's back, but I, I wouldn't be. Sh- Billy's a wild card, too. I wouldn't be shocked at all if, if he's upset at this for the second straight year and also the third straight playoff series that Dean had a chance to win it and he couldn't figure out how to win it. Yeah. Wouldn't no, shock aren't. me. Wouldn't shock me. Money line, I bet it's even or uh, or minus money that he's back, but it wouldn't shock me at all. All right, That's let's like go it. to a little tandem here. Let's go to Michael and Melissa <laughs> who here. Uh, yeah, we got a little, little combined little screen here. Hi, guys. Uh,
6: Can you see are- me? <laughs> There, there, yes. there yes. Now we go. There we go.
3: Okay, vent away.
0: Hey, Judd. Thank you for uh, Declan. Have, thanks for having us on. Uh, we got Stanley the puppy here, too. So oh, Stanley.
3: Good, it's his away. bedtime, so he's he little wants a little tired. Well, he just wants no, that Oh He wants the cup too,
0: so bad. Judd, congrats on 30 years of marriage. Don't thank know how you. you did it. Don't know how she stays with me. <laughs> just going with dumb luck. <laughs>
3: oh, no, come on. You're a catch. <laughs>
0: Uh, That's what I say, but, you know, I digress. Uh, To vent, um, to kind of piggyback on your statement, how in the world have we had Goudreau and Johansson out every time for the first PK for five games? I just cannot understand this. I mean, Duhame with Goudreau. Somebody else with you, Johansson. I mean, anything, anything else. This is the worst penalty kill I've quite possibly ever seen. The assistant coach that's recommending this to Evason or Evason as a whole should be fired purely for this decision to keep running these two out on the first penalty kill. Um, I'm going to turn it over to the much ahead, more angry up. wife. Yep. <laughs> I, for me, I at one point I turned in like, is there anything good? About this game. Can I take anything good away? I I couldn't find anything. And watching the power play just passing around the outside drove me nuts. I was shouting at the TV, shoot the puck.
3: Yes. Nothing. Well, and get people in front. You know, that's the thing is when, when why this team decides that it thinks it's going to play this pretty, you know, hockey I mean, if Audrey can see the puck, he's going to stop it. He's he's really, really good. If he can't see the puck, it's going to be hard, especially – go back to the first goal in game three. The Zuccarello first goal is the goal they – that's what they need to do. Greasy goal, in front, rebound, bang. You know, the Hartman goal in double OT in game one, right? Puck in front, gets the goaltender down. He can't stop that puck. Um, But they, they seem to become this group that thinks, you know, again, Boldy. He's figure skating out there. He's literally going for an afternoon skate. It's like it's open skating. It's like, Matt, no, you need to do something with the puck. So you're right. I don't know how, but you would think it should be correctable at some point, and they just continue down this path. I don't know. And Dean looks, like Deck said, and you're exactly right, Declan. He looks lost.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: Like they show him back there, and it's like this faraway look, like what's happening? Well, it's your yeah. team.
0: Judd, one other quick point, the Felino penalty, the major, obviously that was not a major let's right. I mean, we're, we're all in agreement on that, yes. but we knew who the crew was going into this game. We knew it was, it, it, it was very going to be very, very touchy. And they love to call penalties. Felino knew that going into the game, he made the decision to make that questionable hit mm-hmm. that needs to be accounted for. Like, we have a very hard salary cap situation going into next season. Felino has to be on the block. I love Felino. Love Moose. Think he's a phenomenal player, but we have other guys that we need to pay. Felino's making $3 bucks going into next year. Just saying, that's money that could go to Gus, could go to some other guys to kind of help the club going forward. Duhain, a million and a half next year as an RFA. Yep. Much, much better on that third line.
3: Smaller picture. Why didn't Sunquist play tonight? Absolutely. Sam Steele. Are you kidding me? You know, Boldy can be a center. He can play center on the center line. What's it going to decrease? His non-existent production.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Make it worse. We've got a signed Boldy jersey in our basement, losing money right now. In our (laughs) losing
3: money right now. I'll give you ten bucks for it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you
4: guys. Thank Thank you, Mike, Melissa. Appreciate you guys coming on. You're awesome. A little bit of a family affair there on Wild Ventline. This is what this is. This is what a family affair looks like. If you want to come on and talk about this with your spouse, if uh, you're hiding from your spouse, if your spouse has kicked you out, if you're talking about this, if the dog, vice versa, dog, a little doesn't matter. Uh, come on with us. It's Vikingsventline at gmail.com. We'll keep the calls moving. We'll go next to Alex now. Hi, Alex. Welcome to Wild hey. Ventline.
7: Good to see you guys again. Um, I have a couple points here. One, it's, The Wild looked flat. Like, they just came out and took that penalty, which I'll come back to, and they just looked flat. They didn't bring it the rest of the game. Never got their legs back, never went for it. Two, the officiating, like, Foligno antagonizes the refs in game three with the, oh, they're diving. Eversing gives them all the stuff. And, like, in a vacuum, that shouldn't matter. But the refs pay attention to that. And you can see the patterns of that stuff yep. going across the league where then in game four, Felino's taking all these calls that are bogus calls. Like those calls were barely, barely questionable, not playoff penalties. And then in this game, he's taken that major that I think you could argue was Neen, but it wasn't a major.
3: Right. Yes, it was and a penalty. Yeah. It de- it deserved that. But it, was yes, he, it was a penalty. It was a penalty,
7: but it wasn't five.
3: And five in a game. Like the five is bad, the game is worse.
7: Yeah. Agreed. Um,
3: but but I, you're I, exactly but you're exactly right. So. They were flat. And that is not excusable. That's the problem. How do you come out that flat? Uh Sunday's game was fantastic. Like no matter what you think of, okay, the calls were bad, you know, they they didn't do this or, or that. I didn't sit there after watching Sunday's game decks and think, well, I'm pissed off about this performance. No, I,
4: I, I, I mean, I, I didn't love the officiating on Sunday. Obviously. I didn't love the officiating specifically on two calls um, on Foligno. But at, at the end of the day, the Wild had chances to win that. The Wild uh, did not, in my opinion, have a good chance to win this game. Correct. they kind of they shot themselves in the foot from the get go there was back and forth on sunday there was opportunities there was mismatches there was odd man rushes there was power plays for the wild too numerous situations where i thought the wild could have won on sunday oh, yeah. today once you got the 5 minute major on Flynn, which i do extremely disagree with i know you were doing a tiktok on during the first intermission report biz and anson carter did a literal live breakdown of what it would be like if two guys are coming together knee on knee they literally they basically did the same thing that happened on the play um, between Fasca and Felino, and they both agreed that, look, it's a difficult situation. It's bang, bang, but it's not a five. It's not a right. five, and I forget the rule analysts they have on TBS TNT who said, no, it, it was the right call, which to me is completely of BS. They,
3: of course he did, because those Com- guys always say that's the right call. I'd fire all of those guys. Those completely BS, but I, I will take
4: Anson Carter. I will take Biz at their word for it. Two dudes who also know how to, how to let's be honest, kind of goon it up and how to lay the wood pretty well. If they're saying it's not a five, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe them too. So I, I'd agree with that. But regardless, to the whole point, the Wild had no shot to win this game. They right. shot themselves in the foot from the get-go, and they had no effort, Judd, to try to prove that they could win the game.
3: And they never looked like they thought that they had a chance, and they played a stupid game. And, I mean, Zuccarello again, running around. Hartman, same thing. Uh, Boldy, you know is regressing mm-hmm. so like there was just there's a lot tonight to be upset about i think it starts with dean but it permeates through through much of this team and how little they did and how you would have thought that they were trailing three rip and were dying just to be done so yeah right, i'll keep one. it moving a wild then We're gonna go next to jason hi jason
4: welcome to the show man how are you
6: i'm doing well guys good to be with you again uh, it was under better circumstances, but good to see you either way. want to start out, just let you guys know, thanks as always for all the content hosting the show. Uh, even when the, when the thing, when things aren't going our favorite team's way, um, I really appreciate it. I know a uh, wild nation appreciates it as well. Thank you. A couple things. I'm worried about Kirill. I'd say he look, I'd say he looks lost out there if I didn't know how good of a hockey player he was or how good of a hockey player he is, mm-hmm. um, but he's certainly not himself. Um, and that's troubling, considering if you look at his contribution scoring wise last, last playoffs and how much that's missed now, um, that's very troubling. And then secondly, the wild wasn't in the game after Felino's penalty. That's pretty obvious. A lot of people have discussed that. I don't think they came out flat. I think they were buzzing, but we didn't get a really good chance to see much of it because that penalty happened so early. Um, but regardless of whether that was a bad call or not, I think we'd all agree it was. But regardless, right. the team has to be able to overcome adversity on the road to win a series. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard other fans on Ventline say something that I've been saying for a long time that this team has a lack of a killer instinct. Um, And after watching them completely deflate tonight in what ended up being a one-goal game after that five-minute major, um, I wonder about the culture overall. Uh, Do the Wild have a winning culture? And if they don't, what needs to happen to change that? Thanks, Jason.
3: Good stuff, Jason. Um, I think the answer to your question comes back to coaching. Because look at the players who have been changed out, too. Like, your question in the parisi suitor, that group, that sort of fun bunch group, um, was no, they didn't. Like, they had some good players, but they did not have a culture that was conducive to success. I don't feel that way about this group. And look at how many changes Bill Guerin made. And look at the deadline moves he made to bring in veteran guys, right, Declan, with playoff experience. So I really think there's a, that there right now is one place to look, behind the bench. I, I mean, we can debate the importance of regular season coaching. What we can't debate is the importance of playoff coaching. Playoff coaching, I mean, hell, in all sports. But in this sport, you have to adjust. You have to play mind games. The problem is this. If nothing else, DeBoer, DeBoer's most genius tactic might might have been after game one, pointing out that the Wild was a penalized team. And so, you know, they're going to take penalties. And it's like the ref said, yeah, you you know what? You're right. And instead of the Wild, like, coming back with a smart answer, Dean said they dived. And then in game three, Foligno was, like, doing the diving thing, which doesn't help anybody, okay? So it's like DeBoer subtly, very smartly, sort of got into the Wild's head. And the wild just lashed back out. And again, tonight they were lashing out. There doesn't seem to be a calmness. There doesn't seem to be answers. And this is too veteran of team to be coached like that. Great. So I, I really, I really think this comes back to coaching.
5: This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines And whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom
1: Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom. And it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation.
4: Keep it moving here on Wild Bentland. We're going to go next to Alec. Hey, Alec. Welcome back, buddy. How are you? Not where I wanted to be, but here we are. Yep.
5: That was just humiliating. That was bad. Um, first, we'll just start with it. The Felino call, like everyone's been saying, it's not a five-minute major. But the thought process here has to be that because of what they've been saying and everything that's kind of gone on, Judd, like you were just talking about with the um, Peter DeBoer stay and stuff, everyone's kind of been chirping at the refs. Is it possible that the league basically said, if he does anything stupid, give him the game? I mean, and he yeah. did really. I mean, he gave him a knee, whether yeah. or it was a five
3: minute. Well, and I just don't think it helps. And and I said this to Declan, probably in January. Dean's constant bitching doesn't help. It never helped. Every call, he's either chirping or he looks like he's just disgusted with it. And it's like Dean. At some point in time, the like officials are flawed and human, right? Yeah. So is he the he, Carl Anthony Towns of the NHL? Well. And, you know, he's just always... I mean, like tonight, he had that sort of um, smirk on his face after after a call. It's like, Dean, your team sucks right now. Deal with your team. I was tempted to tweet. I didn't. But after the second power play goal, you know what? Burn your time out. Do something to change the momentum of this game. And he never does anything to change (laughs) anything. One last thing, guys. What
5: norse god did we piss off after the 1991 twins world mm-hmm. series for sports in this town because it is just the same thing every well the vikings year. pissed
3: off that god long before that Yeah, something <laughs> happened well, yeah, but that was
5: so it had to be something after 91 yeah something
3: yes, I, happened i don't know man it's unbelievable because every one of these teams <laughs> like just went a friend and by the way all we're talking about here is so. a first round playoff series
8: so we're mm-hmm. talking about.
3: We're yeah. not no no one's asking for the cup. I would like it, but no one's asking for the cup. But we're literally talking about getting to a second round for the first time since two thousand fifteen. Amen. I don't know.
4: All right, we'll keep it moving. Wild Vent Line here on Score North and Judd's Hockey Show. Hit the subscribe button for daily uh, Minnesota sports entertainment. If you're looking for Timberwolves content, the Wolves in a back-and-forth battle. We're on track to break the Score North YouTube channel numerous times throughout the last week and a half. Uh, Phil Mackey, Kyle Tiger are going to be live to break down some Wolves content, too, later on in this YouTube channel. So if you're looking for that, this will be the place for you. Uh, But in the meantime, it's Wild Vent Line right here on Score North and Judd's Hockey Show. We'll go next to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Welcome to the show, sir.
2: Boys, how you doing? We're okay
4: I'm
3: hanging in there. Not I'm great. Pissed. I mean, I'm
2: know. pissed. Good. This ahead. one hurt because. Yep. yep. Dean doesn't make adjustments. You have Kaprizov playing the power play, and they never once set up a one timer. Would you please figure it out? Alex Ovechkin has made his life in the one timer slot. Would you please set up a one timer? The kid can shoot the puck. It's not rocket science. And then. God forbid you might change your lines a little bit. Uh, why not pull Zuccarello off the first line? He's not doing anything. Maybe Nyquist could feed Caprice off a puck. Maybe he's a good player. I don't get it. I mean, I'm not an advocate for firing people, but our power play has been terrible for five years. Please fix it. Get them out of there. Bring in somebody that knows how to run a power play. Dean, you're a whiner. Get the heck out of here. And somebody else, please, run this team because there's talent. And Garen is bringing in young kids. I like the kids that are in our AHL. I like the kids that they got in Russia. They're talent. But we have no coaching. Please, figure it out. And I mean, I mean, if you look behind me, I mean, you got Frankie Viola, you got uh, Caprioli, you got uh, up there. I mean, I like players.
3: Don't it's get winners. me wrong.
2: Yep, players win, but coaching wins championships, mm-hmm. and that's what I want before I die. <laughs>
9: that's right, Kevin.
2: Viking Vent Line. Yeah, right. You're I right. I I've, I've been a Viking fan for my life, Judd. I'm as old as you. I'm sorry. I mean, the gray tells. But this is ridiculous. I mean, what are you, three for 25 on the power play
3: with the talent that we got? And you've given up nine power play goals. So right there is the series. I mean, I understand that Eric Eck is hurt. I get yeah. that, and he's a big
2: factor on the kill. And he gets in front of the net. I get that. And when Felino got kicked out tonight, it felt like, our presence in front of the net was gone. Nobody wanted to go to the hard area. You just got to tell these guys, go. You're not going to get a goal from the outside, yeah. hanging onto the puck, and and the hope passes. Just so many hope passes tonight. I just,
8: well,
3: oh, ick. Yeah, and and Thanks, by man. not dressing Sunquist, you didn't have a guy who could have done exactly what you're talking about when Felino got thrown out, and instead you had Sam Steele, who need I remind you in the opening minutes of that game had a breakaway and shot the puck wide. Yeah. I don't, no, I, you no. know, some of this is not that tough. He's right. He's right. Some of this is not rocket science and yet it's made to be. Absolutely. i right, going to keep it moving on
4: wild. uh line here. We're going to go next to Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey What's guys. On? How you doing? We're okay.
3: Good.
10: Hey, right, so the last guy kind of hit it on the head with how I'm feel. I'm, I'm hurting tonight. This one really 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 stung. You're in the right um, place,
3: sports therapy, baby. Just talk, I know talk out I know. Feelings.
10: Um, so one one thing I wanted to say and I I am guilty of doing it too we, there's bad calls, we blame the refs. I get it, but it's not an excuse when your PK is the way it is and your power play is the way it is. I don't care. Even if you reduced your uh, your PK by fifth or it's at like 50% down to 25%, we're in some of these games. Like we can even take the boneheaded penalties and still be in the games. It's the refs aren't an excuse. The other thing I just I took notes. Um Erickson Eck, man. It the face-offs, the penalty kill, that the grit. He and I was thinking about this today. He really is that like our model grit first. That yeah. is Erickson Eck. Yeah. He is that grit first. He is our motto. And it really stings. It really hurts. Um, I agree with what you said, Sam. Sam Steele uh, versus Sonny. Get Sonny in there. He's basically the moose. Um, I'm I'm a little upset with Foligno. It kind of feels like I know some of them, especially the last game, are kind of silly calls. But yeah. it feels like he's hurting us. So, um, that's all I got. Thanks, guys.
3: Thanks, all right, man. Thank you.
4: Appreciate you coming on. See,
3: this sports therapy. That's Sport right. North this sports is therapy. it's a safe that's spot. That's why we're here. It's a safe spot We're here, so you can vent, so you can go to bed with the anger released. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, yeah,
4: hopefully that uh, you you vented it out, and you're not going to take it out on anyone else. That'd be that'd be what the that'd be the goal there
3: go screaming you
4: know go i i go saw i saw yourself. a certain uh certain someone's wife on this show uh tweet out that 30 years of marriage you know sometimes at one point she had his undivided attention but now yeah. between no, the wild really didn't. No,
3: between, didn't. <laughs> between nah, the no 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 we got married right <laughs> around the draft it was never really my my attention in april my attention spans very oh, very God. very limited but you know why? Because I'm focused. But that again, hold on, though. Dean let, let needs to be more not,
4: focused. Not to do Judd Ventline. So, what, you got married in April of 2023 then? Or 1993, excuse me. You got April of yeah. 93, right? April so that so, so, that was, um, well, we that was, was that right? Was that right the year before the North Stars were under the cup? Or was that the same month?
3: Oh, no. they. It was uh, It was right after they left town, for good.
4: Right after they left town. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So their was, la- yeah, yeah okay. their last
3: game was early April. 93.
4: Wow. So that was an omen. So, so you're telling uh, me you
3: got married like the same week that that team left town, Judd? I think they left town. Well, they uh, the move was announced in March. I think they got. I think they left town. Well, their their last game was against the Red Wings in Detroit at the Joe Louis Arena in early April. Okay. And then they moved. And so I was hockey free. It was a very very <laughs> difficult time for me as a hockey fan.
4: Yeah, you had to commit to something. You had to commit to something, and you found your lovely wife. Yeah. uh Mrs. We'll keep Jed. it moving here on Wild Event Line. We're gonna go next to Brandon. Brandon, you're next on the
3: wild bet line. How are you, sir?
11: Oh, man. I think you've heard the same thing enough times tonight, haven't you?
3: No, it's okay. Bring it on, man. (laughs) Seriously, we are here. We are here for purging of game five. Uh, I'm pretty upset, you know.
11: Um, And uh, one of my big takeaways, I guess, after watching this team in the playoffs this year is uh, if you're going to play that emotionally, you better be able to tuck some games away. Um, Amen you know uh I, I don't mind these penalties you know if you want to start putting some heart in the game and uh you want to take some dumb penalties that's fine but um you know i it's almost more fun watching seattle uh battle against the avs right now i mean they 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 got nothing to lose they're all in uh working their tails off um you know this team you look at watching the blues go to the cup that was that was an entertaining playoffs from start to finish and uh coming into it here uh we finally ha- kind of had some of our stuff together you know things were kind of clicking by the end of the year and i was kind of hoping for a little more performance along those lines yeah tonight uh, was a night you- that
3: t- tonight was a night that this team if nothing else early on it was <clears throat> very apparent after felino got tossed that they needed a kick in the ass kick in the breezers right and they didn't get anything Yep. like we like that's the thing is, well, what what was the quote, Dex? Was it after game two where Dean said something along the lines of that's what we do or that's how we do things? Yeah, That's how we do things. Yeah. That's that's how we do it. Yep. Yeah. yeah you know, you know where that's how <laughs> we do it leaves you on a golf course next week.
4: Yeah. Which is what it's I want to do. But now what they should be doing, by the way.
11: So you we know
8: we're gonna have
3: that. Billy's
11: gonna be around a little longer now, and and this has been brought up. I didn't really, I didn't really know if it was gonna be brought up yet. Um, you know, do you do you do you think we're gonna have some coaching changes coming? Because something that I look forward to is, uh, I like the moves that Billy's made so far.
3: Yep, I agree. And I would
11: trust him to bring somebody in that could maybe change something for us. Uh he, he's brought players in that have changed things for us. Um this mentality and the and the way that uh Dean's operating here, this is not uh it's 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 obvious this isn't how we can operate and get deep into the playoffs.
3: So to
11: Thanks, uh Brandon.
7: to
3: answer your question, Brandon. Uh Billy Hired or he fired Bruce in February of twenty, and he hired Dean to give Dean a test run, and he developed. I mean, he he likes him a lot. Yeah. So like like he is he is Billy's guy now. Um, I just wonder if this series combined with last is going to change things. If you know, to your point, Dex, Billy's patience is not great, and that's a good thing about Bill Guerin. But I mean, is he going to look at this and Dean's? Track record in the playoffs, which he clearly thought was going to change, and you know, and and this is again assuming that they lose because they there are still two games left. They could yeah. win. Just to be fair, as bad as tonight feels, you know, it's hockey. Weird things can happen. But I think your assessment from a a gambling standpoint is probably right on Dean. But we can't dismiss it. No. Like it can't. It can't just be. You know, there will be some in town. Some. Outlets, not our friends, of course. But no. there will be some who try to to You know, ah, you say if it's fine. No, it's a conversation. Yep, it needs 100. All right, we're gonna keep it moving here
4: on Wild Vent Line. Uh, we're we're gonna go next to Barb. Hi, Barb. How are you?
8: Hey, Barb. Hi, good. Um, Dean, I, I don't know. I I just think they got to they got to change the the coaching here because what what else is there? I mean, you've got the players, and Dean is proven in in the regular season. Things are good, but come playoffs, it's a different story.
3: Yeah, um, and, and in game too, right? Like, I mean, yeah. that's the thing too: yeah. is he never like like you can blame Bill for well, Bill helps d- decide the, the lineups, etc. Well, okay, that's fine, but in game, like tonight, nothing changed. And that team looked right. as uninspired and lifeless as if they were playing on January 14th.
8: Yep. Yeah. It just, uh, <laughs> it was hard to, uh, it was hard to watch. I mean, because, you know, they've got the talent and we hear the the scenarios that, oh, you know, the, the Wilds, they're the better, they're the better team. They're the better team five on five. But... <sighs> doesn't matter. The bottom line is you're not staying out of the box. And and you're giving up all these power plays.
3: Yeah. Nine power play goals. That's the key. That's
8: just not not good enough. Just not good enough. And I don't know. Um, What do you think uh, for Friday? What do you think they're going to do in goal?
3: Thanks, Barb. Thank you, Barb. Um, I think they're going to go Flower.
4: I think they are too, man. Yeah. I, I think it's,
3: I'm not saying I even agree with it. I just
9: think I agree. What
4: do. Yeah. I, I think it's inevitable. They're going to do a spark to try to get the boys, you know, moving and and doing this and that. And look, flower plays a little bit better in front of the X. So maybe that can work out for them. Maybe it forces a game seven and that works out for them. But I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Jed. I think it's going to be Mark Andre Fleury's net on Friday for game six, We're waiting on a start time for that. But, uh, I think by the time they get to St. Paul, that's probably going to be
3: the case. This was so uninspiring tonight that, I mean, they might win game six, but I guess I really struggle to see them going back to Dallas in game seven and actually going there again, despite the fact that they won in game one in double overtime and I guess, winning game seven.
4: I, I guess for me it's, and I struggle. know this is, this is lame, but. I, I guess it's how they perform in game six. Like if they just yeah. kind of, if they kind of stumble their way or they kind of luck their way into one, I think that's one way if they, okay. So let, let me just paint the scenario then. And we, by the way, we'll get, to, we're, there's some more wild Bent line guests here. We'll get to them here in just a bit. Um, if they win, like they do in game three, Judd, like where it's a dominating performance, like the yep. wild last Friday was a dominating 60 minute performance. If they win, like they did in game six, like how they did in game three, does that uh-huh. change anything for you?
8: Hmm
4: like they bounced back, they took these adjustments, they made proper adjustments. Flurry looks great. Maybe special teams looks good, right? Yeah. I, I don't mean to say like this it's the same. Maybe game, a little bit, but, but
3: you got to go back there and win again and you've no show now two of the games there. Yeah. So I don't know. And you know, if Kirill explodes and Boldy scores, I guess they start to say, "Hey, they, they might have found something." I guess here's my thought. While it's very possible that they will win two games. Like I mean, it can't be dismissed. Yep. My thought is this. If you're a big play, as the head coach now is, Flower starting game six, then that ain't much of a play. I agree. Okay. Yeah. it's a good point. You know, like now, now, that. if you yeah. come out with, with, let's say, Zuccarello on a different line and Carrillo, like the splitting up Zuccarello and Carrillo is elementary, my dear Watson. It is the easiest thing because you know what that's going to do? Tick them both off, mm-hmm. which is what you want to do. But if you're afraid of, like If you're like, whoa, we can't do that, then that's a coaching problem. All right, we're going to keep it moving
4: here on Wild Event Line. We're going next to Jackson. What's up, Jackson?
9: How's it going, guys? We're okay.
4: Yeah. We're okay. It's
9: nah. better than me. Well, yeah, I got a, just a couple of things written down that I was going to bring up here. First thing I noticed right away was zone entries overall just looked pretty, pretty terrible. Um, yep. They just got to simplify it. It looked like every guy, I mean, Hartman goudreau i think does it every time he gets the puck skating down into the zone does a button hug towards the boards and then tries to force a pass to the far side and gets dallas is clogging up the zone and it's it's out quicker than they even brought it in um second things i'm I'm not gonna beat beat the dead horse about the special teams they looked awful pretty much everybody's brought it up as well and then i think uh i think he's definitely fighting something um i who knows what that injury did to him late in the season, missed those fourteen games. That's that could still be a factor. I don't but in know. Game
3: four he looked pretty damn good, I thought. Like like the discrepancy between Sunday and tonight with Krill were huge. Like Krill didn't score in game four, but he looked really good. And I thought, okay, he looks like he's fine now. Um tonight. I you know what? I think part of tonight was was and you're exactly right. Zone entries, okay? Dallas does a really good job because it's the playoffs of eliminating and stopping the Wild at the blue line. But the Wild's supposed to be the tougher team. Like, Dallas, I think, is more skilled overall. And the Wild's supposed to be the tougher team. So you know what you got to do? You got to fight to establish zone time. And the only way the Wild's going to score is if they fight to establish said time in the zone. And then get guys in front of Ottinger. And then create offense off of that. So I I just think tonight... Guys are hurt. But I mean, guys are hurt on both teams. I just think tonight was... uh, Oh boy, it's not going our our way. And then the officials thing drives me crazy. Because then it just becomes a reason to complain. And when the head coach is the lead complainer, that doesn't help matters.
9: I thought this is one of the most frustrating one of the most, i've been i was just frustrated the entire entire game i mean i, I could even, i could hardly watch um i th- i think overall the effort level is what kind of got me the most upset but anyways thanks for having me on guys no, thanks good. jackson appreciate it man all right, a couple more uh,
4: Wild fans left here. We're going to go next to uh, Seth. Hey, Seth, how are you, Ben?
5: Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah. The last time I was on this show, the Wild won game six against the Golden Knights two years ago. Okay. Morale was high then. <laughs> the The issue, honestly, is the chances that the Wild had going from last game to this game, whether it was the power play or not, It's there's no execution, you know? on the penalty kill. There's no execution of getting the puck out of the zone. It looks so easy. When we're on the power play, Klingberg, backwards, crossovers, Kirill standing on the on the left side of the ice. When when do you see Kirill there? You'll see Caril on the right side of her one-timer. Have we given Boldy a one-timer on the power play? You know, we got to get the good players going, and we just, the Wild refused to do it. I don't know if it's Dean. I don't know if it's Bill. But what I do know is that, I love the Wild with all my heart. My last name is Wild. I was born in 2000, the same year that Minnesota – or the Wild came to Minnesota. I was born in St. Paul. I love this team. I love the Vikings. And it doesn't matter. Every single year, it's heartbreak after heartbreak. And I listen to this show. I listen to other Minnesota podcasts. And it's just always – Oh well it's okay, you know, there was improvement. No and it's not okay. It's not about improvement. We right. gotta we gotta win. If it's not win a championship, let's get to the second round, let's get to the Western Conference final, let's get out of the divisional round. I don't mean to go on, but it hurts. Oh. It hurts so
3: well, much. And you're right though, don't let people don't let the apologist tell you it's fine. Because it's not. Like until we have standards. So what? We're happy with a playoff berth? No. You know, and, and this team has talent. Tonight was tonight was largely a case, as Dix I think tweeted early on, of self sabotage. Yeah. This team has far too much talent to pull this crap.
5: I think it's hard. It's definitely hard to go into Dallas's barn and get sure. a win. It's hard. It like us being outside of the wild locker room. It's not easy to go in there. But what I want is just you know. Just a chance, and four zero is not a chance. That five minute major on Felino. I think that because of Felino's comments after the game, the refs were out to get him. I, I, I honestly, right. in my heart, do. But then do
3: you that. can't make that hit.
8: Yeah.
5: Like,
3: like, then you gotta avoid that hit at all right. costs. I hope you guys. Well, I just want to
5: finish with this. You guys have probably dealt with this a lot longer than I have because I'm 22. I hope that this does not hurt you guys. As much as this pains me, because I'm just now i started my Minnesota journey with the Blair Walsh kick, and I'm—and
3: I and here we are. You weren't even born in in '98, my man. The Atlanta so, Falcons. Is that what that oh is? yeah, the Falcons lost. <laughs> Gary Anderson. Yeah. Oh, there's so much more pain. There's love, so much the more show. pain.
5: Before I go, I love the show. I listen every single day. You guys are the Thank best. You. you guys make my day so much. I really appreciate it, and I hope that you guys know, even through the pain, you guys make a lot of people's day. So I really appreciate it, guys. Thank Thanks, you very uh, much. That's,
4: that's kind of you. And, and I mean, for God's sakes, I, it's not his fault. His last name's Wild, for God's sakes, and and he has to deal I with. I love that, the passion, so. but he's right. I love you know, it He's too. a young yeah, man. It's a great call.
3: He's a young guy, and and what the younger people in this town have to know is it's not okay. Like for all, uh, we do have an incredible amount of apologists, and it's not okay. Like tonight was not okay. Sunday, fun game, tough loss. Okay, but game two and game five are not okay. This is not acceptable.
4: Not at all. A uh, few more fans left here. Uh, let me see if he's available. Hey Nolan, if you're there, uh, hit that camera on. If not, we got a we got a, something on here. Nolan, you got us, okay?
1: Oh uh, yeah, I don't know if you can hear me, but my camera's not working. We
4: can hear you perfectly. We can hear you, so yeah, go ahead.
1: All right. Well, I just wanted to. Um, Make it clear that I appreciate you guys and everything you do. Also, I feel like they talked about it on the broadcast in the first game. Minnesota came into the series looking to play their way. They wanted to be physical. They wanted to be gritty, and they wanted to make big hits, finish their checks. And I feel like the whole thing is is that's been taken. They're not going to outskill Dallas. They don't have the skill that Dallas has. And the guys who can compete with Dallas just haven't shown up. And just watching it every game over and over again, Guys skate on Minnesota, they'll skate into the, inside the offensive zone, immediately turn it over, and it's going back the other way. They're going tic-tac-toe, tape-to-tape right away, and just yep. beating us in quick, easy moves. And it's just, I'm tired of it. This has just been happening for too long. I finally thought, like, the grit, that that was going to be our chance. We were going to be able to knock them around, especially after the first game. We pulled out an impressive win because they dominated the entire second half of that game, yep. and we still won. And now it feels like we're kind of, backtracked and we can't do anything. And now with not I feel like Dean won't make changes. Dean Evanson has said that he's not going to stop like letting off the penalties. He needs to tell them they have to be smarter. I get, he doesn't want to let off playing hard, but like they still have to be smarter because those penalties are just the power play. The penalty kill has just been terrible.
3: Yeah. Good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. This goes back to what we talked about going into the blue series last year. And it remains true and will always re- remain true for as long as playoff hockey is played. There is no time and space in the playoffs. Time and space disappears. So if Kaprizov's like, "Where's my time and space, to... dude?" It's not there. And you scored a uh, uh, what, seven goals in six games last year against the right. Blues. So, but I mean, yeah, there is going to be. And what's frustrating about this is really the Wild's the team that's supposed to be taking away the time and space from Dallas, and they failed miserably tonight and dallas has done a a good good job but i mean the playoffs are tough there just doesn't seem to be and you know that's why it requires adjustments that's why that's why it requires tough decisions and there doesn't seem to be enough of that from the wild side to have an effect and so consequently in a game like tonight they just sort of fall apart
4: all right, we're gonna wrap things up with uh, our guy Steve here. Steve, what's up, buddy? You're gonna. Hey fellas, how
6: are you? We're okay. Um, live from Denver. Um, watched the pure embarrassment that was a hockey game today. Um, we just didn't show up after that hit. We deflated. We didn't bring our grind. We we lost all of it. it. It was absolutely heartbreaking. And you know, all Dean needed to do. I wish Dean would get up on the bench and be like, "Hey." You know, come come over, like call a timeout for crying out loud. <laughs> come over here, everybody, calm down. Everybody yep. calm down. Go play your game, relax. Um, go get a W. And it just, you know, didn't happen. Um, yeah, get Sunquist in there. I want I want to see Nyquist with 97 and Zuck with Boldy. Um, we'll see if that happens, but um, you know, fingers crossed from here on out and you know, I'm gonna go uh Lick my wounds with a surly's so. <laughs> hole.
3: Enjoy, there.
6: good remedy. Enjoy, I am. Yeah,
4: I know you are. Absolutely, I mean, uh, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was bad, Jed. I mean, we'll see what happens in Game Six. Um, obviously, the Wild are now down three to two in the best of seven game series, so they could still force Game Seven. They are certainly not done with it by any means, but still, it was uh, that was that was just rough. I, I, I had a lot of high hopes going into this game. The energy was palpable. I was very excited. And uh, to just kind of lay an egg like that was just really, really percent.
3: Well, and a second one, too. That's my problem. You've now yeah. laid two eggs. And look, you have, I mean, I can't articulate enough how brutal it is that you've allowed nine power play goals. Mm-hmm. Like that, that almost, that statistic alone should disqualify you from the playoffs. Yep. You know, if your penalty kill cannot function, which it can't, um, you're, you're not going to playoff series. You don't deserve to.
4: No. Not at all. So agreed.
3: Hey, uh, we're going to wrap
4: things up here on Judd's hockey show. Uh, stay tuned. The wolves are just uh, wrapping That's things up against the Denver right nuggets. Uh, doesn't look great so far. It looks Joker. like the whole season might be coming to an end Joker regardless. Um, oh,
3: cat is upset. Oh, uh, Carl, you've tried so hard. I'm sorry,
4: what? Uh, uh, regardless, Mackie and Kyle Tiger are going to be ready to break things down. Judd will have to withhold his comments uh, at least live until Mackie and Judd tomorrow. I'm sure our texts sort are of going to be blowing up with Judd thoughts on Cat and the Wolves. But, no, it'll be on um, Twitter. And I, don't be on,
3: my th- it, I, I don't withhold my thoughts.
4: It'll be on. It'll be on Twitter, too. So hit the subscribe button. That's going to do it for us on Judd's Hockey Show on Score North. Um, we'll be back on Friday too. We'll have a little bit more of a game plan. We're gonna have a very busy, <laughs> busy weekend. We got the draft draft between the NFL on draft on Thursday at, at, at park tavern and in, yep. in, in St. Louis park with Surly brewing and whatnot. So between purple daily, between the wild and game six, we'll have a lot of content at your disposal. We got write that down predictions coming up tomorrow too. Um, with accountability session on both shows. Them. Yep. Go get your predictions down. I already have I mine do them right now. Yeah, already have my I don't really do
3: mine. mine in the afternoon, but my whole week screwed up.
4: Oh, darn it. Yeah, that that's too bad. I'm sorry. Your week is screwed up. Yeah, Sports dad doesn't like it when his week gets screwed no, up. That, that's too bad. So, yeah, hit that subscribe button. We're going to wrap things up here on Judd's Hockey Show. Appreciate everyone listening. And uh, we will be back on Friday for game six, pass shoot score.